The best friends are those that we laugh with until we get a stomach ache. Those that we go to parties with, we learn valuable lessons, but we can also fight. Though we end up laughing once again. Those friends are the family that we chose in life. And it's even better when friendship is surrounded by the same passion. My name is Gabriel and you are listening to the Art of Listening podcast. Stay with us. This story is gonna rock your world. The Art of Listening Podcast When we think about art, we think about music. We all love music, don't we? Some of us like rock. Some others who are more sophisticated prefer classical music. And some others prefer jazz. I'm almost positive that you have tried at least once to go to the karaoke or maybe practice some air guitar. The art on which you pretend to have a guitar in your hands and masterfully play the most complicated guitar solo ever written. If you were part of any rock band, you will identify yourself with this story. On the other hand, if you were never interested in playing with any rock band because you think that a musician's ego is unbearable, let me tell you that you are 100% correct. But you will still enjoy the story. It all begins with three friends from school, Isidro, Fernando, and Mariela, who used to practice their favorite songs after school. A few months later, Luis joins the project as the first drummer. Nonetheless, he didn't spend a long time with them. A couple of days prior to the first gig, Ivan joins the project as the new drummer. Back then, the name of the rock band was Euler. The first gig as a rock band and from the point of view of their friends and family was an absolute success. Not so bad for a group of friends who used to practice their favorite songs after school. Mariela was starting to get her degree on chemistry, Isidro and Fernando were starting to get their degree on engineering and Ivan was starting to get his degree on actuarial sciences all of them in the National University of Mexico. The excitement of the first gig started to vanish due to the compromises from the school. This fact pushed Mariela to leave the rock band. Fernando, Isidro and Ivan decided to keep playing in some bars and cafes from Mexico City. Nonetheless, the constant search for a new lead singer took them to bring two new members to the rock band. Daniela, as a new lead singer and theater student, and Jaco, as the new keyboard player. At this point, they were already writing their own music, and they used to play them at the beginning of the gigs. This is the case of the song Mary Zoo. 
The lyrics of the song talked about a virus that attacked animals and drove them crazy. It was unavoidable to notice the influences of the rock band. This song was very similar to the song Bulletproof Cupid by Placebo. The new sound of the rock band opened the door to explore new possibilities. They started adding songs from new rock bands from South America. as well as some other rock bands in English, with women as a lead singer. Daniela's multiple compromises started making her to miss many practices and rehearsals, which created some tension with the drummer Ivan. A few days later, Daniela leaves the band, and some weeks later, Jacko does the same. Nonetheless, they remember Jacko because he took them to eat some tacos. Tacos Las Muñecas. Wait, tacos in Mexico? Maybe there's nothing special about it, but these guys have one of the most spicy salsas ever. When Mexicans eat at this place, they cry. But most importantly, they sober up after having a few drinks at the bar. After Jack and Daniela left the band, Isidro, Fernando and Ivan decided to keep playing. But this time, they were ready to record an album. An album that may be considered nowadays as an album with an extremely low quality. Nonetheless, they consider this album as one of the most precious treasures. And due to the time and effort that they put on it. This work was produced from beginning to end by themselves. Recorded on an improvised studio and with sessions that went for more than 14 hours, they have to learn how to use different programs and tools with no YouTube tutorials. From recording to mastering to edition, they did all by themselves. One of the reasons of why they took so long to record the album is because they were using a really old computer from Sony. The cache used to be saturated all the time which caused the metronome to slow down while they were playing. The solution, Microsoft style of course, was to reboot the computer. During this time, they grew up so much, musically speaking. Isidro, who had already dropped his studies in engineering a few years back, had been accepted already in one of the best music schools in Mexico. During weekdays, they used to write music and practice by themselves, and during the weekends, they used to practice with the rock band all weekend long. Cleaning was also a very important part for the rock band, at least for some of them. Isidro used to get there a few hours before, so he could clean the floor prior to the practice. Everything seemed to be really, really shiny. To the point that they hire a manager, 
someone who was supposed technically to deal with the public relationships. Someone who was supposed to be the main point of contact between the rock band and the venues where they wanted to play. And someone who was supposed to take the lead on some of the admin roles. Nonetheless, the rock band would always remember him due to his personality, his particular hairstyle, and most importantly, for all the fun memories that he created with them. Such is the case of that night where the temperature was about 35 degrees and he decided that it was a great idea to take off his t-shirt, put on a wrestler mask and pretend to be a Mexican wrestler while he was walking around the crowd. Respetable público, lucharán a dos de tres caídas sin límite de tiempo. En esta esquina, el santo y el cavernario. Y en esta otra, The next stage on the rock band's life, now without a manager, was where the project was consolidated. The main event was the addition of a new rock band member, Dan Carlo, who was Isidro's classmate, and also one of the best piano players from school. At this point, the experience they already had as musicians was enough for them to participate in different musical contests. They were even the in-house rock band for different bars in Mexico City. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. Under the name El Metodo, the project was no longer a hobby. It had transformed into a lifestyle. And of course, the discussions, arguments and disagreements were not excluded from the list of activities they had to deal with. The topics that used to trigger some tension between the rock band members were mainly driven by the direction, the focus, their songwriting, the arrangements, but most importantly, the priority that the project had on each one's personal life. Nonetheless, this was never a stopper for them to keep chasing their dream. After having explored different music styles and played with different people, it's hard to say that they were only playing one single type of music. They tried playing in different places, such as the case of the King's Pop Mexico, which is a bar focused on British rock. They also played in the very famous Bar Berlin, in one of the most important avenues in Mexico City, Insurgentes. Here is where they decided to add conceptual elements, such as the incorporation of their own lights and playing while wearing white masks. These guys were very focused on playing music. El Metodo was a project that was 99.5% healthy. They never, or almost never, let themselves to be influenced by the fans or drinking before playing. Like the time when they were invited to play at this party that was more like a rave, and it was in a very small town outside of Mexico City. 
after drinking almost a gallon of scotch right before they played, they were feeling like real rock stars. People, or at least themselves, went crazy when they started playing Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. Another event they remember a lot is when they were invited to play at a fashion show organized by one of the most popular private schools in Mexico. This was such a fancy event that they even created their own merchandise. But it had a little bit of contrast compared to the vehicle they used to drive to move around the equipment. La Carcacha. A 1960-something Volkswagen van that was so old that nothing worked on it. In order to know if they had to fill the gas tank, all of them had to move the van and pay attention to the sound of the liquid. One of the lateral mirrors was in a terrible shape. Even the wind was able to move it, giving the pilot a really hard time. The gearbox was that old that the person driving the van had to be extremely cautious so it could get the third gear instead of the reverse. It was around this time when they went for the next step, pay for a professional studio and get a high-quality LP, or at least to get a better quality compared to the material they had already recorded. The songs reflected a large number of influences. Different musical styles were present on the songs. This is a case of rock, Cuban song, metal, funk, jazz. Even traditional Mexican music and a little bit of pop. The inspiration came from different sources. They used to write love songs as well as sad songs. If we took a dive to reach the greatest depths, the trip would only be with They took sci-fi books to write lyrics or their own personal experiences. This is the case of the song The Ones Who Fear Me. The song was inspired by the time when Dan Carlo was a music teacher at an elementary school. The lyrics talk about the braveness and courage that an elementary school teacher needs to possess in order to be in front of a group of kids who are between 8 and 10 years old. And according to the lyrics, 
little evil entities. Trabajo en el coche de Noé Pues sale no te la paro y choque mi Mercedes Benz Siempre caso caro, me dice Calvin Klein Tengo pelo en el pecho, soy todo un mi rey Politics were not excluded from the list Ivan, the drummer, used to work for a bank And one of the songs named Cerdo Capitalista talks about his experience working with people who are very involved in the Mexican financial sector. The popularity of the rock band started to increase at the point that even some radio stations invited them to get interviewed. Everything seemed to be in line with the plan. But a few months later, an important event took place. The drummer had been offered a job position in a different country. After a few weeks of negotiations with himself, he finally made up his mind and decided to start a new life in a different country. Opposite to what some people may think, the other band members were always very supportive. And it was like that, how this dream of becoming an iconic rock band had to take a break. And that illusion of playing in front of thousands of maybe millions of people transformed into something different. It became the story of the best friends whose friendship was surrounded by the passion of music. As you can see, this is not the story of those musicians who started playing on the streets and ended up surrounded by fame and money. This is the story of a group of friends growing up together. Not only playing their favorite songs, but creating music based on the personal experiences and the experiences that together created. I want to thank Almetedo for letting me use their story for this episode. Follow them on YouTube as Metodo Music. I hope you enjoy the story. And after listening to this episode, grab the phone and text your best friends. Tell them how much you appreciate them. This was the Art of Listening podcast. Follow us on Instagram as theartoflistening.podcast. We are also on YouTube and Spotify as the Art of Listening podcast. Reach out if you want your story to be presented on the show. Talk to you later. The Art of Listening podcast. <laughs> <laughs>